salutations, friends. Thanks for being here today at the Tag and Brando podcast. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> My name's Taggart, and this here is Brandon, and we are chatty. Kathy's, I suppose. Friends, we're going to talk and we're going to say stupid things. We might laugh. You might laugh. It'll be a rootin' tootin' fun time. So thanks for being here. Brandon, how are you, sir? I am doing pretty good today. How is it going for you? Enough about that, and on to the first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm doing pretty. Really- no, if you don't want to, if you don't want to talk about yourself, this this is going to get real hard, real fast. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. If you guys are not familiar with our podcast, then. I'll try to explain it the best I can, but you'll still be like, huh? So just listen and enjoy. We are going to talk about a question of the day. It's going to make your brain go, huh? We're going to talk a triggered memory, and it's going to be make your brain go, oh, yeah, I remember that. And we're going to talk about a new thing that's happened to us this week called the new, and you're just going to be like, you guys are living life. That's great. So, uh, Brandon. Mm-hmm. What? Present. Uh, here, teacher. Uh, what is on the docket today for the question of the day? So the question of the day, we are looking outside of our normal scope. Okay. And seeing what kind of creativity... Do you see in the world and respect, but really don't want to take any part in? Or if you do, very, very minorly. Like, <laughs> if you if you go somewhere and you're like, man, like, that is an awesome and very creative, there is no way I would have the patience or the, you know, ability or the wherewithal to do that. What kind of things have you come across like that? Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting question, I think. Like, uh, there's a lot of creative like endeavors that I think are very interesting and I like to be all inside baseball about uh, and listen to how people do it and what they're thinking and their thought processes and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, but I don't, but I'm not looking to do that. I just think it's interesting to like learn about it and like that kind of stuff. So, Mm -hmm. um, so one that I flirted with doing for a, just a hot second <laughs> um, was like stand-up comedians. Ooh, yes. Right? Like the c- construct of a joke of how you 
build a joke, how you get your premise, how you get your punchline, and how you do your tags on the end kind of thing um, is very interesting to me. Um, so I've been, uh, I've been, <laughs> I don't know, uh, delving into the podcast realm. Have, don't know if you've mm-hmm. heard, don't know if you've heard of it. Um, it's this, it's this <laughs> new thing. It's like radio, but like whenever you want. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I would recommend a, uh, for people who like that kind of thing. A podcast by my friend. Oh, I'm gonna say friend. I don't know this man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this man at all. Um, but uh, are you familiar with Mike Berbiglia? I have seen specials and TV shows with Mr. Berbiglia. It's hard to say. Mike Berbiglia is easy to say, but anything else with his last name is like impossible. Mr. Mr. Berbiglia? Mr. Berbigs. Yeah. So he has a podcast called Working It Out that he started just last year during the whole pandemic situation. Newsflash, we're still in it. Um and it was, that was quite the flash. It was very quick. You're welcome. And uh, the cool thing about it is, like, he, 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 the whole reason he started it was to, like, basically run jokes by other comedians since he c- couldn't get up in front of audiences and test out material. Okay. I can see that. So it's called working it out because he's trying to work out. The comedy stuff he's doing, you know, working out the craft. So he, so they do other things on the podcast because he brings on a comedian and they talk about stuff, and he has some different things. But my favorite segment is when they get to the working it out portion where they're like, "This is a joke that I got," and they do this, and the other other person's like, "Oh, I like that. That's interesting. Uh, what if you did this or or." You know, you could keep going like this, and and they just—it's a very—I uh, don't know—it's very cool to kind of see how, in the moment, someone could like look at it of the same mind, right? Comedian mind who've been doing this for years and years and years and years can be like, "Oh, we'll do this or that," and they're like, "Well, that's funnier. That's amazing." Or they're like, ooh, I like that, but like, I don't think I could add it in here. I have to do something else over here. Blah blah blah. So, anyways, I, I, um, so that's interesting. I've been listening to that, and I also, it's been a minute, but like, uh, have you ever watched those actor on actor like uh, things on YouTube? Actor on actor, no, I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, they get two actors that have like a movie coming out, and they interview each other. And so, okay, and so it's a very, it gets very inside baseball, which is very cool. You know, they talk about, well, how did you get in the character? What kind of research did you do? What blah 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 blah, and it's a lot of that kind of stuff of the preparation, uh, you know, and, and, uh, for scenes or for, you know, overall character development and things like that. And so 
I don't know. I like all that kind of stuff. I I guess you can say I've done some acting, but not really. Uh, I'm not an actor. Um, made a classic film back in the day, but, you know, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, which we should post, dude, for our Patreon list. They should to go watch that. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Come come uh, come come join us on Patreon. Um Yeah. But anyways see Taggart's Taggart's very, very realistic acting. Like he <laughs> he fools he fools all of us. <laughs> he fools at least one person. But anyway, those are fun and if you ever watch the Hollywood Reporter round tables that they have around Oscar season Mm-hmm. Those are all really interesting as well. They have actor ones, but they have writer ones and producer ones, and, and uh, they just get a like all the nominate all the nominees basically around a table talking about you know there there's questions they throw out, but it's all uh, about you know how they approach what they're doing. So, anyways. Um, so kind of, kind of like I mean, thinking of the micro, Mike Birbiglia thing. Yeah, like comedians in cars getting coffee, where Jerry Seinfeld just goes around and just is, gets other funny people, talks about creating jokes and workshopping stuff, and you know, yeah, comedy bits and everything like they that. Get into, okay, yeah, they get into the, some of that right in in comedians in cars. But uh, lots of that's just like Jerry say, like, what do you think about this? <laughs> and then just like riff on it and mm-hmm. and joke, which is fun. I like that show as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, it's just, it's, I don't know how things are created in a creative space like that. I, I don't know if there's anything you could throw at me that like watching someone's process or them talking about it wouldn't interest me, you know, even though I don't do most of any of that really mm-hmm. so anyways what are you what do you what do you what do you got so creativity for me kind of comes and goes and one of the things i guess when when i really dig into something it kind of demystifies it for me sure sure you know like, if you, um, you know, talk about like you know, fixing fixing a car or something like that. Like when you really get down to the nuts and bolts, you're like, oh, this nut holds that bolt, which you know makes this right. stay here, and then this is this, and that's that. And so, um, creativity. In a lot of things, I think one of the one of the things that I've kind of delved into recently that I do not have the patience for <laughs> is is like any kind of like like any kind of real art. I mean, we knew we talked about like art for what is art right um, right for one of the questions of the day and 
I'm just so much more involved in my mind about like the the physical process. Uh-huh. A lot of times, like the the chemistry that artists need to know, the like you know, like we watched a lot of like glass blower, like you know, glass blowing stuff on yeah. Uh, what's it called? Um, the, the show Blown Away on Netflix and stuff like that. Okay. And and I'm like, yeah, like I've done one class of glass blowing. Got it on Groupon. You know, did it for like a Mother's Day pre- did it for like a Mother's Day present uh-huh. kind of a thing. And it was cool and everything, but I just like I just couldn't bring myself to make so much non functional stuff. You know what I mean? Like like you were like this was fun, but I'm not doing this again because this is the, the, I, there's nothing I can do with it. Right. There's a lot of it, and it's just gonna be like on display somewhere, or sitting on a shelf, or not sitting on a shelf, uh-huh. or you know whatever, whatever. And I just, I, I I really respect the skill that it takes, and the work and the creativity to come up with a lot of that that stuff uh-huh. and just to, and, to, and I guess one of the things that I I really don't have a good understanding of is the the spatial awareness that it takes to plan that kind of stuff out oh yeah where it's it's going to be like, okay, I'm going to need to do this piece first because it's going to be supporting this piece. Or even when you're painting or something and it's going to be like, I need to put this base on and I'm going to have to shade this this way. So then this perspective comes out and it shadows right. this and it mirrors that. Like the... Uh, the art pieces that are like hand drawn and you put like a reflective cylinder on Uh and you can only really see it in the reflective cylinder or that guy that does the chalk drawings. Sure. And if you see it from one perspective, it's like, you know, 3d and super cool. Right. And then you go around the other side and it's like all all stretched. Right. Yeah, exactly. That kind of stuff. I have absolutely no idea how to do anything more than a vanishing point. And even there I'm like, I mean, get yourself you, a ruler you just, and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Kind of a thing. So like so I have a lot of respect for for that kind of stuff. Um but I have no and uh no aspirations to like really build that sure. or make that kind of happen for myself. Sure. Cuz it's it just seems like it's um and there's other things too, um, the whole like writing a no- writing a novel in November thing, like whatever that is, like National Novel Writing Month. 
you know, I've started and tried that and not gotten very far kind of a thing. And, um, but, but yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things is just like being able to, to picture something and then almost reverse engineer it in your mind on like how you're going to make it right work. Right. And I guess I've been watching a lot of little magician things too. I think that is also like another kind of very creative thing that I'm, um, that I wouldn't really get too far into is it's, it's really like you, you do have to like almost plan a trip, a trick backwards because you're like, what do I want the audience to think? Right. How do I get them to think that? What tools do I have at my disposal that I can use to make that happen? You know? Right. So it's it's very much like... I think... Yeah. There's... Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, I, magic's a hard one, man. Because I, I, it is interesting. And... Uh, but, you know, I haven't... There's books out there. You can go buy books and, and do the research mm-hmm. and whatever. But uh, so a lot of that is still, you know, shrouded in mystery. So it's not as easy to obtain like that behind the scenes. Like, how did they do it kind of mm-hmm. stuff to learn tricks or just how, how they were done. You have to really be devoted to do the research mm-hmm. and get into that. But I'm well. I mean, interested. I'm just talking about like creating your own trick oh you know, you well watch, sure like, pen pen and tellers like fool me uh-huh or or something like that and you're like like it's very much you have to start with the end in mind because right and how do we get there? you know that's the prestige you know the reveal all that kind of different stuff because mm-hmm. that's what's gonna that's what people are gonna be left with is like um is that shock and awe and the further you can separate that from the reveal, like, so if you can, you know, right. if it's just like, it's like, remember that guy you bumped into the street a week ago? And you're like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. You know, like, right. it's just like, it, and everything, it's just like, it's as opposed to like, oh, is this your card? It's like, but... You know, it's like, yeah, because you, you know, saw me put it back in the deck, you know, versus like, is this your card? It's like, no, it's like, well, or I mean, what is it? Uh, what's that movie? Uh, now you see me with like the card in the tree where the guy like, <laughs> did it like, like however many decades before and cut the tree open and had the same guy sign it. And, right. you know, spoiler alerts for, for the, that. But I mean, that's the kind of thing is you got to. You got to plan that ahead of time so far and everything. So, we'll agree. Very interesting. Right. Right. But you got to have all that prior mm-hmm. knowledge and be able to pull from all these different magic things that you've learned along the way to have the tools to do mm-hmm. the thing that you're trying to do, which mm-hmm. is harder for just the lay person to kind of learn about and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, that's, that's, uh, yeah, magic's crazy. Mm-hmm. I concur. Well, I mean, another, yeah, definitely another thing. I mean, you're much more creative than I am, in especially in the 
musical realm um, and just being able to kind of put a song together and make whatever man like, you gotta hit rap um, song um, right I have <laughs> I have lyrics like that's that's the thing you're the one that like puts the actual music behind everything well, everyone, and so everyone needs a producer it's all good right but <laughs> I mean that's that's definitely uh, a big a big difference is um, being able to yeah like be like okay well this music is gonna have this kind of style and so these you know chords kind of work for it this doesn't this right and everything like that like you know I did music all through elementary school middle school and high school but could not you know put an actual song like an actual piece of music together compose anything so yeah that's definitely an interesting but not necessarily uh, uh, pursuant uh, creativity thing for me so wait let, let me ask you this what you mentioned your uh, attempt or kind of like interest in stand-up comedy how far has that actually gone not very like I, I I sat and tried to write some some jokes and some things that I thought were like funny instances and funny premises and things like that, but no, I mm-hmm. never got up in front of anybody and been like, mm, "What do we think about sandals?" Um, never done it, never done right. it. But uh, right. it's interesting to me, and the more that I like listen to this podcast, um. Well, at least the way, the way that like Mike, um, kind of goes at it, Mister Berbiglia to his friends. Mister Berbiglia, <laughs> if you're nasty, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, you know, he's coming at it from like a, these are like the terrible things about myself, like these are my flaws and things like this, and. How, like, I'm going to present that to you as, like, an image of humanity or whatever. Um, and then, like, make it funny. And mm-hmm. I think it's very weird. Like, the more people talk to him and stuff like that, how uh, quickly it goes to, like, their traumas and their... Uh, um, I'm, I don't have words. Um, Hardships, something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. just, like, even, like, some mental Ill- illness, the illnesses that they might deal with and things like this. Um, and, you know, I think most lay people are going to be like, well, comedy is just funny. I like to laugh at stuff. But, um, but, I don't know, that's very interesting to me that a lot of times these things come from this this kind of hard place right and mm-hmm. and I guess that you know it does happen in a lot of creative things like 
some of my favorite songs are songs that I wrote when I was so depressed and, like, so sad, <laughs> you know? Right. And, and some of the best art is pe- by people sure. who have terrible mental uh, burdens, whether that be chemical or memorable. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Everyone knows Van Gogh cut his ear off. The, I mean, the torture- like... Yeah, the the tortured artist is a trope for a reason. Right, because there's some truth in there, and they, and it's like, and some of it is like uh, their own personal like therapy and and stuff, which Mm -hmm. I think is very interesting and, uh, uh, you know, a good place to 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 go to try to be creative when you're in that kind of mindset to kind of pull you out there's nothing better than being so sad and then writing a song and at the end you're like so proud of the song you wrote and oh well lo and behold i feel quite good now because i wrote not just wrote all this stuff out but i created something that i'm now happy with um Mm -hmm. anyway so so that's been very interesting uh for me listening through this thing to see some of the dark places that these funny things come from and uh you know and some com- i think a lot of comedians are like there's not really any places that you can't go with comedy anything can be funny if you do it well and you come at it from like an honest place i guess so mm-hmm. so um yeah there was Mike was talking, like, uh, he was like, uh, he, I guess he, in the morning he writes, and this is the other thing that I'm like, I, I don't think I'm a bad writer, but I do not like to sit down to write. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's the hardest, right. the hardest thing for me. Like, uh, I've written some things that I, I think are great, but they're hard. It's hard, um. Uh, just to sit and write and write and write. So, like, songs are nice because you're like, what do you got? You got two, three verses, one chorus, maybe a bridge. Like, that's nothing. That's, mm-hmm. like, five, six paragraphs, right? Mm-hmm. To write a book is ridiculous. I got to write 500 pages? Like, please, no. Um, but... But he was saying that he writes every morning. He gets up and he has a journal. And it's all free for him. He just writes whatever comes to his mind and things like this. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about... He wasn't giving specifics, but like... A, a, he was he was telling something. There's been times, you know, with my free writing that I'd like write stuff down. And I was like, none of this I can ever use. And he was like, well, my last special, I went back and read through all this stuff and just started circling things. And I was like, oh, I could use this and this. And a lot of that stuff ended up in his last show that he did. Um, so, anyways, just more, more uh, anecdotes to the point where this, you know, you can pull this kind of stuff from anywhere. Sadness, happiness, whatever, can all fuel mm-hmm. your creative side. So. All that stuff is, is, like I said, it's very interesting to me. Of course, my, yes, my 
creativeness as of late is mostly all funneled into music. And I've delved, of course, a lot into that process and things like that. I'm doing some of that. But but uh, I think because of doing that, it, the other people's processes and other creative endeavors are very interesting. I, I enjoy mm-hmm. looking at that. So, For what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah, man, get out there, get creative, do some things. If you got stuff mm-hmm. you've done, art, pictures, whatever, we want to see them. Yeah, you got some jokes. Send them our way. Ooh, I, I mean, when you said that anything could be funny, we will caveat that with let's just let's just keep it a little bit, a little bit tame on that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, you know, we're pretty clean here, so, you know, mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah. All, All right. right. Well, next thing. Next thing. What is, what, what is our triggered memory today? Our triggered memory today. We wanted to talk, what is the biggest chunk of money that you have mm-hmm. spent on one thing at one time? time like you said here is this wad of cash thank you for this thing adios adios what do you think uh oof. The, the biggest the biggest cash exchange i think i've had that's not like a down payment for something else uh-huh. right because I have done that, and that's that's scary. Too. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I want to say it was probably a thousand dollars for like a car. And, oh really? Okay. Yeah, and like, I mean, we we've talked a little bit about cars. Like, I mean, like first car was just. Passed, passed down. Uh-huh. Second car, second car, my mom got it for like a dollar. Nice. And <laughs> I found like 73 cents in it. So it was basically like. <laughs> You're like, somebody you know, paid me. 20, 27 cents for this, <laughs> for this car. Um, and then bought another one for like 300 and then another one for like 500 and then up to like this thousand and then and everything. And it's. I mean, was that the last car you bought in cash? Yes. So that was the last car I bought in cash. And it is, it is scary to like hand over that much cash and just expect them to hand you the keys, (laughs) you know, cause like, yeah, you're like, I mean, like, you're like, we're going to do it at the same time. You set your money over I there. Mean, I'll set the keys over there. We'll walk towards our separate corners and pick up our separate things at the same time. You know exactly. What? It's it's crazy. I mean, you think of like um, buying a house and everything, how it is very much a, okay, like same time, same time, you know, <laughs> like, like, like you will sign the papers over here. I have confirmed that I have the money 
Right. And I'm going to sign the papers over here, <laughs> and there's going to be a notary for both sides, and they're going to confirm that the title is legit, that the right. um, money's there, um, all that kind of different stuff, and then you're going to get the keys, and you're going to get the money independently of each other. Right. It is very it's very interesting. Like it has to like close and da 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 da. And so it's it's weird when you're doing it in cash and you're like, Yeah, this is this is a transaction. Like this is like, like you could you could punch me in the face and walk away and yeah. basically that happens all the time. Like right. you list something expensive on uh classifieds, somebody shows up oh, I got cash to pay for it, sweet, give me that cash, get out of here, or I'm going to, you know, right. shank you or something like that. So, Whoa. But, yeah, that happens all the time. Meeting in Craig's the dark this. alley. Watch out. Yeah. Right. Uh, what about you? What is your what is your Chunko money swap? Now, I mean, I didn't have the cash in hand, but... It was a cashier's mm-hmm. check, so, like, it's cash. Um, okay. Uh, the biggest thing that I bought, straight up, cashier's check, money in hand, is our trailer. Oh, wow. 20, that's a big, 20, that's a big check. Yeah, $20,000. Here you go, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh Thankfully, he was a very nice man, and I <laughs> felt re- like he s- basically sat with us for an hour, like going over things, looking at things, telling me what things were, and like you'll need to do this, and you'll do like so much information that I like didn't, I couldn't retain it all. We got home and I'm <laughs> with it, and I was like, Whoa, "How do I do what now?" But uh, how do I make sure my pipes don't freeze? Oh, right. Yeah, and he like got underneath it before we left and like closed up like the the some of the valves and stuff and like he was very nice, so I didn't feel that bad. Like very trepidate trepidatious is it? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About I handing feel trepidation. Yeah. Right about handing that cashier's check over, but. Like, dude, that's a lot of money. And we were like, Yeah, I mean, even even still, I, so, uh, back when we were dating, yeah, um, there was an opportunity at my bank to get, like, $300 if somebody you recommend, like, opens a checking account. Really? And... Well, they get $300, I should say. And $600 oh. if you open a... Or, like, an extra $200 if they open a savings account and deposit, like, $15,000. And if you did both of those things, you got, like, $600. And we read through all the fine print and all that kind of different stuff, and you had to do it uh, for, I want to say... Three months, you had to keep the money in there, 
and you had to have like direct deposit in the checking account uh, for you know I think it was like like a hundred bucks or something like that like every two weeks or something like that there's like all these little tidbit things you got to do stipulations because right? they don't want to lose yeah. they don't they don't want to yeah. they don't want to want to just be paying out yeah <laughs> exactly so I had money in my checking account that's just sitting there doing me no good uh-huh it is earning point zero zero one percent interest it's uh-huh. like cost me more money to load the app and like look at it on my phone then i'm making an interest like right. i'm paying more in electricity to want to look at my bank balance than it's earning me right so i'm like yeah let's do this like i don't know of another way that's safe to like put like 1500 15000 to to use uh-huh. and still have it and stuff like that so if if all else fails we can still use it so then i had Stephanie open a checking account uh-huh. and put her direct deposit in. And then I went to the teller and I took out $15,000 and handed a big stack of cash to my then girlfriend <laughs> wow. to deposit into her account uh-huh. and everything. And, um, that was like, whew, this is a lot of money. Kind of crazy. And I'm glad we're doing this all inside the bank. <laughs> you know, like. And they were cool with everything. it? Like, like I'm sending them. Oh, yeah, they don't care. Yeah, because I mean, like, that's the thing is they want, they want $15,000 with a subtle guarantee that they can use that money for the next three months, right? Right. But so it, that they can right. invest in interest and everything. And if they are able to do that, then, yeah, they'll sure throw you up on 300 bucks. Why not, well, you know? Well, yeah, but that, the I'm surprised that one of the caveats was not, was like that $15,000 can't come from one of our existing accounts. Because they're not gaining any money there to invest. Mm-hmm. They had your money already. Right. So I'm surprised but, that that, that mm-hmm. wasn't part of it. That they're like, no, we want new money here to invest. But So we didn't see anything like that necessarily in the fine print. But uh-huh. to make sure that wasn't a thing, that's why I pulled it out in cash. Gotcha. Because at that point, we have no legal connection to each other so her setting up an account was all new right new checking account new savings account and that money hypothetically to them is new because it's like oh this is cash from the ether that you have Right. right here Right. I mean, if somebody looked at it it's like hmm there was a withdrawal of (laughs) $15,000 and then there was like Five minutes later, a, de- a deposit of $15,000. Right. Interesting. And so, um, and the other thing was like taxes. Like, we're going to make sure that I can gift her that and without this whole tax thing, blah, 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 blah. 
Right. That was like right at the threshold. <laughs> <laughs> or may, maybe she put some of her own catch in. But basically, uh, or yeah, it was like, and stuff like that. And so that was like a lot where it's just like, whew. Um, and then the other crazy thing about that is then we, uh, I was looking at buying houses still and I'm like, oh, we won't need this for the next, you know, however many months. And it's like, oh, wait, this house we really like, oh, we have to put a, like a, like a, um, not down payment. What is that called? Earnest money down. It's like, oh, now I have no money. <laughs> so you I'm like totally. So oh, did you have to use it and didn't, you weren't able to get the. No, we left it in there. Oh, we, okay. We had, I had just barely enough other funds to, to, um, wow. and we got the, you know, we got the six and everything and then promptly like close that stuff. But nice. Um, but you got that extra but, money from doing that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like 0.01% versus like, I can't, I don't even know what that is, but you know, in a couple of months <laughs> you get 600 bucks. That's not bad. No, dude, that's not, that's not too bad. Um, yeah. So. I'm interested. I'm interested. What is that? Yeah, that's 4%. 4%, exactly, that's, man. That's. Yeah. better than that's, what that's you not were, bad innings at all what you were doing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah man there you go yeah work yeah. work make your money work for you mm-hmm. but okay uh, what about this yeah what about change what's the biggest amount you've spent or transaction you made in change oh as as we as we were like Right at that age of like, let's collect change when we're kids. Oh and man, like, change still works, and people know what pennies are. I have bought things with change that were like not just a couple bucks. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can give you an exact amount, but I want to say probably the highest I ever did was probably between. I don't know, eight and twelve dollars, like just oh, wow. straight change. So most were mm-hmm. quarters, but you better bet the last few dollars were a lot of dimes, nickels, <laughs> and some pennies. Um, right. But no, I, I've bought something significant, uh, like a decently significant amount with the change before, and been like, "Sorry, I'm, I am that guy." Uh, <laughs> And again, I don't remember what it was. It's like, I need this DVD. I don't remember. Um, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah. So, so <laughs> um, I have, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, so I have a story. So when I was first driving, uh-huh. uh, that, you know, hand-me-down Subaru, uh, or not Subaru at that point, sorry, hand-me-down Civic, I was, uh, you know, you get some change, you throw it in the ashtray, right? Right, for sure. That's that's what cars used to do, is <laughs> you drive around and smoke, or you drive around and put your change Save in your the change. ashtray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So, bunch of change in the ashtray, um, and everything, and it was kind of like the, um, the fair to be driving around, you know, your friends or something like that, like, 
Right. Your friends kind of combined, like threw it in there for gas money or whatever. Right, right. right. Well, there was a point much before $15,000, much before this, <laughs> I had absolutely no money. And except for what was in this pretty hefty size um, uh, ashtray. Uh-huh. So I'm like, sweet, we're going to get some gas. Uh, I had a little over $3. I want to say probably like about like three fifty in change. Uh-huh. Um, and everything. And it was mostly pennies. Like, I'm like, I'm going to say there was probably like 50 cents and quarters, maybe a handful of nickels, handful of dimes, but mainly just a stack of, like a grip of pennies. And so we, ca- we counted it all up. Uh-huh. We got the exact amount of gas for that amount. Nice. We go in, we go into the gas station and the lady this is this is before you had to prepay too. Right. Like I don't know how we did this now that I think about it cuz we definitely got the gas first. And so Oh, so you're just gas. so you're just Stopping it right at the right spot, like you're just like yeah. So we stopped it right at the right spot. Sit around to pay. Uh huh. Yeah, we went in to pay, and we start like you know, like putting these pennies in there. Like we pour them out onto the little counter, and we start stacking them up. And we're like, we're counting them. You know, we're putting like the dimes over here and stacking them up, and everything. And the lady, we had to have prepaid because she was like. There is no way I am counting. And she like looked over the thing. It's like 329 cents or 329 pennies. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. We're counting it for you. Don't worry. And she's like, no, this thing is full. Referring to the automatic change dispenser thingamajig. She's like, this thing is full and I am almost at the end of my shift. And I'll have to count them all out at the, you know, count when I count out my register. Uh-huh. She was middle-aged-ish, and so, like... You're like, we can't turn this, us down, yeah, lady. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, uh... And I'm, like, 16, so I don't necessarily want to, like, cause this big scene or whatever. Right. So I'm like, okay. She's like, there is a bank right there. Because this is, like, at Briargate and Union, right? This is where that but She made Conoco you go is. to the bank to get bills? She, so she made us go to the bank across the parking lot. <laughs> She's like, go get it changed into bills. Oh, my god! And we're like, ugh. So. What a lazy. No, no. It had to be over 50 cents. I'm remembering the story as it goes. So <laughs> <laughs> there are little triggers in this mind. And I specifically remember it has to be over 50 cents because we went into the bank. Uh-huh. We specifically changed the $3 from all of the higher denominations, the quarters, the nickels, penny, or dimes. Uh-huh. And so we went back, and there was like 57 cents, we'll say, of, of pennies. Uh-huh. So I was specifically like, no, we are keeping the pennies. And so we go back, and <laughs> I give her $3, and, like, I have, like, the pennies in my hand, and or, like, and I, like, have the pennies out, and she's like, ugh, 
Pennies come in rolls of 50. So the next time you come in with pennies, they better be in rolls. And at that point, like I had the stacks started and I just uh-huh. shoved the stacks all over and I'm like, there you go. And I just walked out. I'm like, I'm like, I'm doing everything I can to help you. This is the cash that I have. And I'm like, you are doing terrible at customer service. So yes, yeah, you're going to count these pennies exactly. that some fell on the floor. I'm like, you can't turn down service like, or like, you can't turn down cash for a debt. That's the whole point. Right. I was very upset. And uh, yeah, we were, we left it. My friend and I just very much left in a huff. And it's still obviously like, <laughs> you know, still brings the feelings back. So, yeah, she was just so belligerent on like the fact that we are paying in pennies. And it's just like this is your job, so yeah, seriously. Like you're gonna you're gonna get a couple extra minutes of pay because you're sitting there counting pennies in the back, you know. <laughs> like, don't don't be getting on me because that's how the world works. So right. I don't have to do your job for you. Yeah, and you to, can't make demands. To finish like, a trans- this transaction. This has to be. In, yeah. Yeah, you can only pay in dollar bills. You can't, you know, uh, everything has to be in rolls or whatever. Like, I think it's dumb. I mean, people say, like, you know, can't break a $100 bill or something like that. Like, I understand if you can't, like, you you can literally. You don't have the change for it? Not have the change. Like, that's that's fair. If you're like, listen, like, like, remember when that lady came uh, to take that treadmill from you guys. Uh-huh. When she bought that treadmill uh, from um, that you guys had listed and she didn't have like exact change. Yeah. And and she had like a hundred dollar bill or something and you're like, what? What? We've been waiting for you first of all like all day. Right. And then it's just you so we have to help you like load this thing in which is fine, whatever. But now it's like, oh, do you have like change? Like I have a hundred, and it's it was like twenty five bucks or something. And I was like, like that. it looks like it's it's it like looks like you're you're buying it for a hundred bucks. Like get out of here. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> you, you expect someone to have more change than your agreed upon transaction price right. at this point, and like this is not a business. This is somebody's house that right you expect them to have 75 dollars right. in cash i don't do a bank drop every day like <laughs> right <laughs> you should have gone and, and done that before you got here yeah because we waited for like an extra hour for her to show up so Dude, at that point ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah an extra 10 minutes exactly to run by an atm and get like yeah or just to run in the bank and be like i have this hundred give give me a 20 and a 5 and whatever the rest of the bills are. Yeah. Or I've, I've done it where I am buying something cheap and I'll like stop at a grocery store or something right. beforehand and buy something to Just get exact Just to break changes. it. Exactly. Yeah. You need gum Cause, anyways. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had it before where people, speaking of cash transactions, if somebody talks you down... And then asks you for change is ridiculous. Right. Then you're like, 
no you have it listed (laughs) you have it like listed for 20 they're like would you take 15 and you're like fine i'll take 15 and they're like okay do you have change for a 20 you're like no i don't you're like nope it looks like i'm going back to 20 (laughs) looks like it's back to 20 because that's freaking ridiculous like anytime i talk someone down i have exact change right ready to go because there's no way i'm gonna like Seriously, that's such a mess up. Yeah, like I just wanted to talk you down. I had the twenty. Like, get out of here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. But cash transactions, man, they're just like, I mean, getting few and far between. I know, man. And and it's just yeah, but anything cash now is. You know, it's scary because you're just like, but yeah, what if this person like totally backs out or how much cash should I have on me, you know, right, or something like that, like, or even just like, you know, handing people that are out on the street, you know, begging for money kind of a thing. It's like, ah, I don't have any cash, man. Like literally I got nothing. Right. And if and if you say to me, oh well, you can Venmo me, then I'm like, no, you need to get yourself a job. <laughs> right. Like, if you have the means of Venmo, that means, like, I don't know, go do something where you like buy something at a thrift store and list it and try to sell it for more money. You know what I mean? Flip like, it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. I'll yeah, take someone's Venmo money. <laughs> yeah yeah you're not getting the item first until I see that money in my account yeah and that's the other thing is like yeah Venmo is pretty instantaneous and stuff like that but it's still like ugh and don't get me started on all the freaking scams like you, you when Seriously. you mentioned a cashier's check the first thing I thought about is just like oh dude you were scamming this guy <laughs> cause that's every time you you list something online, any kind of electronic, it's always like, oh, like, can I give you a cashier's check and I'll make it for $100 more if you could ship it to Africa. You're like, no. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, no, come on. <laughs> what are we... No, F that. He's like, and then I'll send you a shipment of diamonds. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. But yeah, oh, gets, that's good stuff. Get that in cash money. <laughs> that's right, man. That's right. Yeah. All right. Should we get to the new? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay. The new this week, I think I successfully thwarted the Bagel Bandit at work. Okay. Context, please. So we, we, every Tuesday uh-huh. for the last couple of weeks, yeah, we have, there's Einstein bagels in the break room. Okay. And, you know, love me a good Einstein bagel, right? Who doesn't? Get some schmear on there. Right. I mean, first off, we have this weird kind of ratio going on where there's only two things of like plain uh cream cheese 
And then there's like three things of like honey or not honey. What is it? That would be so good. Oh, their honey almond one is super good. But yeah, they don't good. have that. Okay. Two of plain, three of onion chive, and like five of their jalapeno salsa. Okay. And I don't know who's ordering these bagels because <laughs> that is that is a horrible ratio. There's always there's always three things left over of jalapeno salsa and the only reason there's three is because by that time everything else is gone and so two of them get used just for schmear sake. Right, 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 right. And so so there's way off balance. By the time I get back there, there's not any plane you're you're scraping the bottom of the barrel of the onion chive or you're just you know sucking it up and going with the the salsa but the biggest thing right. is not people getting to the schmears first that's their prerogative you know whatever it's whoever is stealing the bagel tops what so they're they're going in Opening the box, just, not taking the whole bagel, but just the top of the bagel. Just the top of the bagel. So they're like, because I don't like, like the bottom of the bagel. It gets all brown and a little harder. I like the soft top. Yeah, so we get we get kind of we get a variety. So we get like um, plain bagel, whole wheat bagels. There's been some pretzel bagels in there every once in a while, Ooh. and then they got their then they got their cheese bagels. And okay. so the cheese bagels and the cheese jalapeno bagels only have cheese on the top. Okay. And somebody or multiple somebodies are going in and just taking the cheesy tops and leaving the oily, not-so-cheesy bottoms. That is for shame. And I'm like, what the heck? And I just like... I just went full Seinfeld on everybody, and I was like, who is taking the bagel tops? Are you kidding me? Bagel bottoms? I get in here, there's not enough schmear, and there's not even a bagel top. And I have just been livid multiple times at work. And so I posted this meme <laughs> referencing Seinfeld. Uh-huh. They don't have homes. It's like, I know what you're thinking. They don't have homes. They don't have jobs. What do they need the top of a bagel for? <laughs> and I like put it on there, and I specifically called out the bagel bandit. And so on Tuesday, when I went in, like later in the day, uh-huh. it was all regular, all bagels. No bagel bottoms left by their lonesome. So hopefully, whoever's doing this has gotten the message that we will not stand we are for this bagel thievery. Not playing around. <laughs> That's. But I'm pretty amazing. sure they're just throwing the bagel bottom away at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'll take the whole thing, fine. But fine. I'm not eating the bottom. <laughs> and so, I'm that just like, is amazing. Cannot believe it. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You cut a donut in half, that's usually fine because, Uh you know, half of a donut, you get most of what a donut has to offer. But when you just take the bagel top, it is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody just want some, like, 
pretty much stale bread at this point, like some dense stale bread right. with some cheese oil like on it. You know, that's how I like, like it. Yeah. Oh, that's so just insulting. That's hilarious. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, we are we are past this this terrible, uncivilized point. That would have made a great um, episode of The Office, The Bagel Bandit. Just taking yeah. the tops of the bagel. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yep. Cut a C into it for Charles. <laughs> really? On the day that I bring bagels. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that's that's good amazing. Stuff. Yeah. What is what is your new for today? Well, my new today. Um I, uh, this did not happen specifically this week for, you know, complete transparency, but I haven't mentioned this on the podcast yet, and it was fairly recently. Um, uh, I can't casually play a game here and there, not too much, but sometimes I do, and um, I've been... uh, as mentioned previously on a podcast, I try not to, to get too into it. Um, okay. I like a, I, I watch the speed runs sometimes on the onlines and and things like this. Um, oh, you're just talking about games generically because I'm like, I've been on all these podcasts and I do not know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm leading up to it. So, so yeah, so okay. I watch some of these speed runs and things like that. I, I've been, uh, I don't know, man, something about Minecraft. It's such a, such a game. There's lots of stuff that you can do in it. It's kind of crazy. So mm-hmm. my wife and I, we play sometimes. So we have it on our phones, just the pocket edition or whatever. And I've had this really? goal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've had this goal in my mind for a minute to go and beat the game. There is an actual ending of the game. You go to a different dimension and you you s- okay. and you smack a dragon until it dies and then you win. It rolls Interesting. Okay. Rolls credits and everything. It's a whole thing. There's a lot involved. Kill screen. Mhm. To get to that point, you got to you got to collect certain items that help you to find this stronghold fortress thing that's in the ground that you can't see you have to be able you have to know where it is to dig down to find it which has this portal that you gotta put these things in to activate the portal to go in to go to this different dimension and to kill the dragon there's a lot that's involved in it and I am not very good at the game (laughs) excuse me so as like I can build stuff and whatever that's fine but like as an actual like jumping and shooting and things like that. Not very good. So my wife was mm-hmm. out of town uh, with our kids a week or two ago, and I found myself one night playing this stupid game because, and like, <coughs> excuse me, um, things just kept happening. that I just kept getting closer and closer, like pretty quickly 
to getting to getting there and i was like i guess i'm trying to do this so i stayed up for too long uh real late (laughs) (laughs) yeah just but i'm doing this but like that the last i mean i've watched so many people kill this dragon at the end of the game i was like that doesn't look that hard dude i died so many times so (laughs) many times right and i smartly like uh, set a respawn point like right be- outside the portal so I died and then I just jumped back in and go back and try to it. I don't know dude it took me four ever it took me a long time and uh, but I did I killed it I killed that dragon I said dragon and he said well it's a girl and she said I'm dead and I was like <laughs> yeah um so yeah, but the cool thing about that game when you like win, like you just keep playing, <laughs> like you know, it's a sandbox game. So there's still a thousand things that I could do, but uh, but yeah, it was uh, I was I was kind of excited about it. So anybody who knows anything about that, then maybe you can be happy for me. But uh, I was so. It was a little demoralizing after the fact. I told my wife that I beat this dragon, and this family that they were traveling with, the their older boy is like, uh, how old is he? He's a teenager, like thirteen. And oh, so he's been playing since he was like six. So he knows about it. He's got the game right. He knows how to do it, and so. And so, uh, <laughs> apparently they had talked, because I had talked to him before about how I'd never done, I'd never beat the dragon. And so apparently why they were gone, he brought that up to my wife and he was like, how come? Like, we just did it the other day again, you know? And, uh, uh-huh. and so I told her and she was like, oh, well, good. Cause he was like. Has he done that already, or what? What's taking him so long? <laughs> He's giving you crap for it. Yeah, and I'm like, Jeez. dude, it's not like I sit and play every day. It's like maybe once a month or something. I'll pull the game and I'll be like, let's see what's up. Um, so you know, I was like, oh man, I'm old. <laughs> but anyways, so oh man, I am. I would be so bad at that. So bad. At the game, uh, at that game, you think? At, I, just... I played. Uh, I played it maybe once. Yeah, and just was like, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, there's a lot of you know, kind of stuff you want to be putting together and everything. But I'm like, I I can't do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't have the patience for this game at all. That's hilarious. But, yeah. But, uh, no, that's interesting. I did not know at all that it had an actual... Technically had a, a, an ending, a way gameplay. to beat it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's... So, and that's kind of a cool thing about that game. You could play it, like, a thousand different ways. I mean, more than that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's some people that just play 
and just build like even like in creative mode and there's people who play survival so they're still building and trying to survive but the monsters are coming to kill them and um you know and then there's those people who played to beat like the things and uh there's achievements so you could try to get like all the achievements which is very difficult um so yeah there's just a lot of things you can do and it's just expanding more and more and more and more all the time they're just continually updating it it's uh, big, big big update soon to come um, actually really yeah 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 they're adding in this whole big like cave update which is gonna like they're extending how tall the world is um, so how okay. high you can build as well as how low the world is and they're making the cave systems like much bigger and and uh um, they're changing all the like the textures for the ores and different things so it's going to be yeah they're always uh, always updating always changing always adding new things so um, it's pretty crazy yeah man like it sounds like you're going to have another whole world to beat but <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Be interesting. So with that, um, I guess I just don't. I I only play, played it on the played it on the PC uh -huh. back in the day, and so I just don't even know how you would keep like your inventory and everything on your phone. It just seems like it's so small. Like figure out what you're doing and everything, but yeah. Well, you it, can figure it out. It's not bad on the phone, actually, and my phone's decent sized. I have a like a controller that it clips mm -hmm. into, and I can play like that. But like uh, when I, my preferred way to play it is to actually connect my phone up to a TV, and then play with the mm -hmm. the Bluetooth controller. Um, okay. So you know. That's quite doable. Okay. No, that makes sense. And yeah. Yeah. I just, I again, mean, I'm, haven't played it. I did answer a, uh, what's it called? Uh, crossword puzzle uh -huh. thing of it was just like mine or Minecraft resource or something like that. And I was like, I'm like, oh yeah, redstone. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's about all I remember. <laughs> nice. You you put you put that with something that makes a compass. Yeah. <laughs> that's <right>. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dude, you're there. Uh, it sounds yeah. like you got it, man. Yeah, exactly. No, I think it's I think it's a really cool idea of like this plus this makes this, this plus this plus this makes that. Right. And everything. But I just didn't realize you had to you belt you built up. Till you beat the dragon. Yeah. So, no, that's way cool. Yeah, man. Huh. And that beats our show, I guess. <laughs> or beats our... Beats Boss our, defeated. Our, yeah. Another, another level completed. Congratulations, everybody. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
And, uh, yeah, like we said, hit us up on Patreon, uh, tag and Brando, as well as Gmail, tag and Brando is how the order should be, uh, yeah. instead of at, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, all those, all those good things, Facebook, yeah, Instagram, and Twitter. Exactly. So, so yeah, and if, to... if you're enjoying the podcast... And you know somebody that you think, oh, they might enjoy this podcast too. Share the podcast with them. We would appreciate that. Shoot them. We would appreciate that immensely. We would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, we are excited to have you guys listening. And we will see you next week. Thanks, guys.